Good morning, friends. I think this is the first time that I actually came to this floor to worship with you. Every time I come, I'm downstairs. I usually join you online. And when I do come to this campus, I'm usually downstairs serving the kids. So it feels a little bit foreign. It's been a long time. So this is an amazing moment, not just for me, but of course, today we are here for a special purpose. This pandemic season feels like being in a labyrinth. We know we have entered this maze and there is going to be a way out. But just when we feel like we have somewhat oriented ourselves in this maze, we encounter unexpected turns and twists that disorient us again. But today we take this moment a bit dizzy, a bit dazed, but with deep gratitude, noticing who is here, noticing where we are and who we are with. We take this moment to recognize that today we are going to celebrate and we are going to celebrate a badass Korean American Mennonite woman. Into, and she's gonna be ordained into the ministry. May we breathe in the spirit of God and receive this gift today. Today's lectionary passage is a lectionary passage. You know, Mary and I know we're trying to choose like, you know, what, what are we going to, you know, what is she going to uh, choose? And she said, let's just pick the lectionary passage. And sometimes the lectionary passages are really hard to fit into the worship, but today it was pretty spot on, I think. First Corinthians chapter 12 is a familiar passage to many of us. It says, especially in verse 27, that you are the body of Christ and parts of each other. We are related folks, or as many collective society people would say, we are relatives. We of many parts have been united, not necessarily because we are complementary, compatible, agreeable, or even likable. <laughs> God did not unite us because we have similarities of socioeconomic backgrounds, political alliances, or sometimes even theology. We have become one because we who have come from diverse backgrounds have discovered this Jesus who lured and brought us together at such a time on this path of faith. It was God, it was Christ, who brought us together and we have been baptized by one spirit into one body, like it or not. Often we imagine that when the Holy Spirit unites us, falls upon us, fills us, everything will flow seamlessly and effortlessly, right? We have this vision of the perfect body. What is your vision of a perfect body? physical body, yes, but also the church body. What is this vision of the perfect body of a Mennonite church? What is the perfect vision that you have of Pasadena Mennonite church? Singing in perfect harmony, all of us singing like David or Marianne, all of us having that peace theology, communion every time we gather, or that perfect potluck. What is 
the vision that we have of this perfect body. Fortunately or unfortunately, we know that all living and breathing organisms live in tension as they adapt and grow. And we see in this passage the different parts of the body in disagreement as they grow and adapt. The parts of the body argues which parts are more important, which are more vital, where the focus should be, where it hurts and where it should heal. And of course, this can lead to disagreements and conflict. As long as the body is alive, we will have to live with these tensions and conflict. And as long as more people join the body, the body will have to constantly adjust, readjust, adapt, and readapt. We need to build high immunity to normalize tension and conflict that keep us vibrant. I also see in this passage in 1 Corinthians 12, as the body awakens to the Holy Spirit, gifts are poured out to the church. Gifts of apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, healing, help, leadership, tongues, interpretation. Christ's body breathed upon the Holy Spirit is very active. It should be as active as spiritual gifts are poured out and imparted to the people. These gifts are often given naturally and sometimes honed through the years. But in the midst of all the excitement and activity, Paul says, now eagerly desire the greater gifts. I will show you the most excellent way. So what is better than the Holy Spirit being poured upon us, being gifted? What is the most excellent way through this chaos and tension? Well, we know that 1 Corinthians 12 is not the end of the letter to Corinth. The main passage of the Corinth Corinthian letter was written and is built up to what we know as 1 Corinthians chapter 13. <laughs> um, just like we try to break parts of our body into different parts, right? Like we try to break out the verses and the chapters. And we forget that this is a letter. It has a crescendo and it has this climax, this letter of love. The greater gift, the better way that will be central to the life of the body is so cliche, but it is love. The essence that will pump life into the church is love. This is not sentimental love, this feeling of love, but love concretely defined by an act of will, an intention to offer patience kindness, chooses not to envy or boast, that honors, not self-seeks, that's not easily angered. It's not easy to do these things. Bell Hooks uses M. Scott Peck's definition, echoing the work of Eric Fromm. <laughs> we all kind of like quote each other, right? Defining love as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own will or another spiritual growth. Let me say that again. Love is the will to extend oneself, to extend, right? So there's a, there's a choice 
for the purpose of nurturing one's own will or another's spiritual growth. We must have a tangible hermeneutics of love that sustains us, that gives this church life. Beloved body of Pasadena Mennonite Church, you are a community full of life because the spirit has been poured out on us here in this body. God has poured her spiritual gifts into the body to prophesy, to teach, heal, lead, interpret. With all the gifts we have, we must be united to seek the greater gift of love. If we speak of justice and peace, but have not love, what are we? If we serve the community and reach out to do good works, but have not love, our work will not remain. May we continue to seek the greater gift and not lose sight as we use the many gifts God has poured out to this church. And Marianne, my 동생, my 친구, you have so many gifts. We all testify and have witnessed your natural and home gifts. You've been affirmed of this throughout your life. I have seen how you have offered them sacrificially and graciously to this body. You already know this, but I want to remind you again that the essential call and qualification of being a pastor is love. To love God, neighbors, creation, and even enemies. You have learned throughout your life this love of the body who has taught you to love. Remember the love that you've received through your loving parents and your sister, through the chipsanims and kwansanims of your Korean immigrant churches, through the artists who have inspired you to see and move through the world in different ways, the theologians who have opened your minds, through the walks and meals with friends, mentors, children, neighbors, and sometimes alone, lost in God's creation. Many who know you have encountered the quiet but unshakable presence of God's love in your life. The law described in Psalm 19, we read that you read this morning, talks about delighting in God's law, instructions and regulations. We know that this law, the greatest law, is love. We bless you so that the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be pleasing to God, our rock and salvation, our redeemer. May you know that your call is to embody the law of love. And we see the body here affirm that we celebrate all that you offer to the body of Christ, your womanhood, your Koreanness, your biracial background, your artistic gifts, your deep wisdom and insights and love. May you be anchored in the unrelenting love of God who will empower you and activate the gifts you need to pastor. And this church and I will stand with you to do this hard 
but beautiful and anchoring work of love. Let us pray. God, we thank you. Lord, in the midst of all that we are in, that you call forth your people, you call forth Marianne. What a beautiful witness for us to be part of this joyous thing that you are doing. Fill this church with your spirit and fill this place with your love. In Christ's name, amen.